Their journey began in Yasharel. But they were scattered across the face of the earth. Each one with its own beats, and each one with its own rhythm. As the dry bones are being revived, the beat begins again at the heart of the tribe. Hello, welcome to the, the weekly Heart of the Tribe show. My name is Shell Wagner and I'm so glad that you came to join us today. So I do have my guest with me again today, Nurse Lee Carruthers. I'm going to go ahead and add her to the show. Welcome, Lee. So glad you're here with me. Shalom, Shell. I am so happy to be here. You know, I love that intro. Every time it plays, I'm just in awe. It is amazing. What a wonderful uh, work by Catherine Hood of Blood of the Lamb Ministries. It is amazing and so fitting. It really is. It really is. You know, it was so funny because I kind of, you know, had a little direction and, and did said, you know, something about, um, you know, my intro or whatever. And she came back and she said, well, I did something a little different. <laughs> and she said, and I hope you like it. And then she played it for me. And I was absolutely blown away. It's like she it's like she reached into my mind and my heart and took what was in there and put it on video form. And I went, wow, it just so far above anything I could have even imagined being put together. So she did a great job. I love it. <laughs> uh -huh, it's amazing. Yeah, I can see we've got some people with us so far and good news from your husband, James. He says that he can actually see both of us and hear both of us. <laughs> that is a good That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All righty. Uh, Adeline, uh, Kat's daughter, is letting us know that she has said hello to Shelf. <laughs> which she affectionately Aww. calls me. <laughs> and we're just so glad you guys are here. Kat and David and Tammy, good to see you. We're glad you've been able to come and join us today. We're looking forward to this presentation. You know, this is a this is an exciting one. Today we're talking about the tribe of Yosef and the reproductive system. And when we got into it and we started looking, both Lee and I went, we're going to need a part two to this. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot here, isn't there, Lee? There is so very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and not just not just that, you know, when we're looking at the tribe of Yosef, we've been going in marching order. And of course, we know that it they the tribe wasn't named Yosef and in, in marching order because it had been passed on to his children, Ephraim and Manasseh. You know, so but we have a lot to cover. We'll be really digging more into Ephraim and Manasseh next week, but we wanted to give some background on Yosef and what we saw there. And uh, it ought to be really interesting. I can't wait to hear what all Lee has found. Um, I'm going to do my part first and give us kind of some background and then Lee will be Perfect. sharing with us. Okay. All right. Perfect. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. All right. Okay. So it's funny. I'm looking at both of our presentations. You can't see Lee's, but I can. And both of us went for the desert sands because <laughs> that's we what did. we're, we didn't talk about it. 
We never do. But I just guess. like with walking so in the word, we're going to be the same. <laughs> exactly. So funny. All right. So here's where I started. You know, it was back in around 2002 or so that Yah dropped this whole thing into my my Ruach about the fact that all the tribes were alive and well and still on planet earth. And he just blew me away with that information. And I, it just captivated me and I've been studying it, you know, off and on ever since, but a lot more, a lot of on <laughs> because it's really, you know, very much uh, put in my heart and, and the excitement of watching his people come back together and be regathered is very exciting to me. So when I prayed and 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 I had heard y'all tell me, if you'll study this out, I'll show you, you know, like the heart cry, how you can kind of recognize this heart cry out of the Psalms for each and every tribe. And so that's where we started. And this was the first thing that I was told by y'all about the uh, tribe of Yosef. And it comes out of Psalm 30, verses 1 through 3. It says, I will extol you, O Yahweh, for you have lifted me up and have not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Yahweh Elohai, I cried unto you and you have healed me. O Yahweh, you have brought up my soul from Sheol and have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. I love that. I do too. Yeah. And, and you can share anything you want. Don't be afraid to interrupt me, Lee. You know, I can get a little long winded. You just jump right in there. It won't bother me a bit. <laughs> okay. So when I've studied this out to me, I always try to key in like what's the function. And I didn't know why I was keying in on the function until later on when Yah decided to share the different body systems that are associated. I mean, that was information I didn't know. But back in the early days, I saw right away that if you wanted to truly understand what was the when I say heart, the leb, the it's the core, the center, the purpose from where all purpose flows from the passion right it, it's what drives them to be who they were meant to be right so when what i saw was the key to understanding this for the heart of yosef is is that increase that need to increase to see things multiply and expand Okay, and so I hope that that's what you're able to see throughout this presentation as we bring it forth. Okay, uh, so we find the naming of Yosef in Genesis 30, verses 22 through 24. It says, And Elohim remembered Raquel, and Elohim hearkened to her and opened her womb. And the womb is, is hugely important, isn't it, in this presentation, Lee? Yeah, we're really going to dig into that. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And she conceived and bore a son and said, Elohim has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Yosef and said, Yahweh shall add to me another son. So his very birth inspired within her the hope for even another son coming forth. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so digging into this, I wanted to look at the blessing that his father, Yaakov, blessed Yosef with, and that is found in Bereshit, or Genesis 49, 22 through 26. He said, Yosef is a fruitful bow, even a fruitful bow by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty Elohim of Yaakov. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Yasharel, even by the Elohim of your father who shall help you, and by El Shaddai who shall bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of your father have, have prevailed above the blessing of my progenitors, unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. And they shall be on the head of Yosef and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. There is so much in that one blessing. And of course, this, this is by no means any kind of an exhaustive presentation, but I did want to key in on a couple of things. And that is the bows and the branches. Okay. Actually, we're going to key in on the bows, the branches and the archers. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to share was this word bow, okay? Yosef is a fruitful bow. Well, this is really interesting because this is H1121 out of Strong's and Brown Driver Driggs, and it is the word bene, right? And it means the son. It is a son, the grandson, the male child, right? So you can see it. I've got it here in the pictograph. It's a, a bet and a noon. And so we've got the house from which life is springing forth, right? And you even see that, that there's, you know, the woman has what's what's needed, what's waiting. And I know Lee's going to go away into this, but without the male part, nothing's happening for the women, right? It's just going to stay there dormant. It takes the seed of the son, right? To create a child in the womb of the woman, right? And so right. then I found this very interesting, the next word branches. So we've got the fact that Yosef is a fruitful son, okay? He's got everything it takes within him to bring forth the children, to bring forth the fruit. He's a fruitful son, even a fruitful bow by a well, okay? So we've got a fruitful son with living water, coming forth, right? Whose branches run over the wall. Well, the branches is the word, but it is H1323. And it means daughter. Whose wow. daughters, right? Because it's plural there. It's branches whose daughters run over the wall, right? I Amazing. mean, I just... It is. It really is amazing. It's right there for us, right? So this word is uh, bot, right? It's daughters. It's adopted daughter, daughter-in-law, sister, granddaughters, the female child or, or female cousin. And then I've got it here on my next slide. Um, I say slide. I just use the word document because I'm not as fancy as everybody else. I don't know how to do PowerPoint yet myself, but I'll figure it out eventually when I have time. 
<laughs> but anyway, so the, the word right here now for bot for daughter is a bet with a tav at the end, right? Mm -hmm. We've got the house of the covenant. We've got, I love even the whole bet, the symbolism, because it's, it's like a tent. So there's an entrance way, but it curves around into a protected place. Right. right. That doesn't remind you of that womb, that home that, you know, it really I can kind of see it in this letter too. you know, the inner life of going on deep of what's going on the inside. And it's a house of covenant. The daughters are to be a house of covenant. Right. And the womb is a protective tent for the for the baby growing. Right. It's yeah. the, the same concept. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. And a lot of a lot of um, people see this in the in the Masoretic text. I've, I've, I've heard this taught about it being the men. And, and I can see that. But I really do like going back to the ancient pictograph and seeing it in the bait. You yeah, because in the yes. pictograph of 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 that, you know, the ancient where it was originally given to us, you're not going to see this in, an, in a mem. You're going to see waters. You know, like but the amniotic not, fluid, right? Right, yeah. but you're not seeing the protection, the the right. plate, the protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So the next one that I wanted to look at here was the word archers. So when I looked that up, let's just go back and look for a minute here. See, it's talking about, um, so the branches run over the wall. Right. And the wall is, is almost like that tent wall. You know, it's a protection. Walls are, are for our protection. Fences, you know, good fences, good walls keep things safe. That's, that's what it's about. It, it mm -hmm. really does. So it says the archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. Right. But his bow, the bow that he had to shoot arrows from right abode and strength but let's look at who these archers were that sorely grieved yosef so it says the archers is h1167 baal wow yeah that's who was shooting at him baal right uh, which Ooh. also translates into the word lord as a title for a foreign god Right. Mm -hmm. So here I've got it also in the pictograph. We have a bet. We have an all seeing eye and we have the Lamed. Right. So we've got the house. Ball is the home of that all seeing eye of authority. Mm. That's who Baal is. And so because we know, this is why, I mean, people often question me, you know, well, why can't you just say the Lord, right? Yeah. Why can't you just say God? Why can't, because these things are titles. And because I have dug into the actual meaning in the Hebrew, I understand that when I say the Lord, that literally in the Hebrew, what I'm really saying is Baal. Baal. And I know there there is a warning to where people come to Yahusha thinking that they have walked with him and done his ways. And they say, you know, uh, Baali, Baali, you know, and he says, I don't know who you are. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking to. 
<laughs> Get away from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Yeah, well, I don't. Right. Say that. <laughs> right. And there's also a promise that, you know, because I'm not trying to throw condemnation on anybody. We are oh, no. all striving to come into the knowledge. And I'm not saying that if you've said, you know, use those terms, because I've used those terms, you know, oh, yeah. to learn and grow is what we're trying to do. And so I'm just sharing with you, let this, you know, take it to prayer. Ask y'all, look it up, ask y'all, let him talk to you about it, right? I, I, I'm never trying to shame anyone or anybody. No. But, but I do want to share with you what he's shared with me. Right. And once you have those scales removed, you you really, I think most people feel that same way, though. Once you realize and dig into the Hebrew and you see what it means, you know. Yeah. And, and, and we have that. It does. And we have that promise in, in one of the scriptures where it talks about the fact that he says he will take you know, that out of our mouths. Right. And, and that's a wonderful, he does. Mm -hmm. a wonderful thing, because I think that's what he's doing for his people. He's, he's removing the scales from our eyes. And it's, it's like what you were just saying. You can't really unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> you know, you right. Just know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I love this in Psalm 83, three, it says, they have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against your hidden ones. So I wanted to put this in there because I've been, I was digging in to the, the name of Yosef and I found something really interesting. Ooh. So this word hidden means it is H6845. Zafan is the word and it means to hide by covering something over. So your husband's saying the pyramids are fitting, the sands are really fitting because there have been things that have been hidden over. And we know that Yosef was a hidden one for the good of the entire house of Yasharel. And this is what I'm, I'm going to show in this. It's really interesting. I thought so anyway. So this word Zafan means to hide by covering over by implication, like to hoard something away, to hold it back in reserve wow. for the right moment, right? So mm -hmm. when we look at the word picture, we've got a Zadi, which is like this man hooked on his side, right? We have right. the pay, the mouth speaking, and we have a noon of new life sprouting up. So when you look at the word picture that's revealed we've got someone who has been hooked to the word of life to be wow. hidden right means that you have been hooked to the word of life and there's a hidden aspect there's a reserve process in that uh, to be a hidden one it makes me think about the fact that there's a mark placed out on his people that that's not can't be seen in the natural, but certainly it can be seen in the supernatural, right? It, right. It's hidden from us, but it's not hidden in the supernatural realm. Right. Very interesting, right? It is very interesting. Mm -hmm. So when I looked in my, in my etymology books, you know, to really dig into that Hebrew, um, it means to hide or to conceal something very protectively. 
I think it was expressed very well in these following verses. We get a real picture of what this word Zephon means. And so I found it in Exodus 2, 3, that when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. Now, so who is this talking about but Moshe and his mother, right? Yeah. That, that's what she did for him. There's another verse here, uh, Genesis 41, 45. And Pharaoh called, well, this is what I was trying to get to. Pharaoh called Yosef's name, Zophanath Penaak. Okay. The, if you see it in here, we've got the Zadi, the Pei, the Noon with the Tav on the end right? Mm -hmm. So the root right. is right here with this Zafanath. It's right there in the root. That three-letter root is Zafan. Okay? For, for his, yes, for hidden. So the etymology of this name given to Yosef by the Egyptian pharaoh literally means he is the discoverer of hidden things, the decoder, the food man of life. He was able to interpret the dream, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I love this psalm. This reminded me of what was going on, and it has the word in there. The word is secretly. It says, Psalm 3120, you shall hide them in the secret of your presence from the pride of man. You shall keep them secretly in a sukkah from the strife of tongues. This is a promise to all that are his. We have and that promise. For that. Right. Yeah. We have that promise that was given to Yosef within his name, right? Within the name that the world put on him was still the promise of who Yah says he was. Right. The world didn't really know that. No. <laughs> but Yah knew. Just like with the rest of us, you know, and even some yeah. of us don't really know what our purpose is yet or work in progress. <laughs> yeah, but he is revealing and reveals in his perfect timing day by day sure when does. we're faithful, when we are faithful and we, you know, determine that we're going to grow wherever he has planted us mm -hmm. more and more is revealed when you're faithful in what he gives you to do, then it will explode and become more and more on, on oh, your plate. Absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. So while Yosef was in Egypt, he had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. They become two tribes in their own right within Yasharel. And that was due to their father's faithfulness. So mm -hmm. in Genesis 48, uh, verses three through five, we get to see the blessing that was given to them. Um, as Yaakov has called, is calling everyone before he dies to give his blessing on his sons. He gives it first to Ephraim and Manasseh, right? He says, and, and Yaakov said unto El Yosef, El Shaddai appeared unto me at Luz in the land of Canaan. And he blessed me and said unto me, behold, I will make you fruitful <laughs> and multiply you 
And I will make of you a multitude of people and give this land to your seed after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, which were born unto you in the land of Mitzrayim, before I came unto you into before I came unto you in Mitzrayim are mine as Reuben and Shimon, they shall be mine. So Yaakov's blessing to them is found in Genesis 48, in which he placed Ephraim before Manasseh. So that's Genesis 48, 16 through 22. And this, he, it says, and he blessed Yosef and said, Elohim, before whom my fathers Avram and Yitzhak did walk, the Elohim which fed me all my life long unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, Bless the lads and let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Yitzhak, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Yosef saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head. And Yosef said unto his father, not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Put your right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it, my son. I know it. He also shall become a people and he also shall be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, in you shall Yasharel bless, saying, Elohim make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh, and he set Ephraim before Manasseh, and Yasharel said unto El Yosef, Behold, I die, but Elohim shall be with you and bring you again unto the land of your fathers. Moreover, I've given to you one portion above your brethren, which I took out of the hand of the Emery with my sword and with my bow. He's like saying, I took the portion that the that the um, fallen watchers were operating in and had given to their son, the Emerim. I took that literally away from them and gave it to you. Wow. I don't understand that, but (laughs) but it's amazing. It is. (laughs) It is. And this is where, you know, we see in, in uh, the tradition, uh, the traditions of Judaism on the Shabbat, they say blessings over their over the children. And so within the religion of Judaism, they will say uh, on their daughters, may, you know, may Yahweh uh, or may God, however they choose to say it, may he make you as um, Rachel and Leah, you know, and then he the, to the sons, it says, may you be as Ephraim and Manasseh. And this is where that comes from. You know, so I just found that interesting. Just a little bit of traditional lore there. Okay, so moving on to Moshe's prophecy to Yosef. It is very similar to Yaakov's and is found in Deuteronomy 33, 13 through 17. We see still that whole theme of increase. And it says, and of Yosef, he said, blessed of Yahweh be his land for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that couches beneath and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun and for the precious things put forth 
by the moon and for the chief things of the ancient mountains and for the precious things of the lasting hills and for the precious things of the earth and fullness thereof and for the goodwill of him that dwelt in the thorn bush. Let the blessing come upon the head of Yosef and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren, his glories like the firstling of his bullock and his horns like the horns of the reem. And with, with them, he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. And they are the 10,000s of Ephraim and they are the thousands of Menashe. Wow. Interesting there. Yeah. Very. So I was going to share a little bit out of the Testament of Yosef. It was so right. interesting reading in this. Uh, I think everyone's really going to love it. It just blew me away. All it did, of it. <laughs> it did me too. Now it is 20 chapters long and I'm not reading all 20 chapters. Right. <laughs> but I've kind of given us the synopsis. Some of the chapters I want to go ahead and read so that everybody can understand the flavor of it and what's being said and other parts I'm going to give a synopsis. So. Okay, so I did go ahead with chapter one. The copy of the Testament of Yosef, when he was about to die, he called his sons and his brethren together and said to them, my brethren and my children, hearken to Yosef, the beloved of Yasharel, give ear my sons unto your father. I have seen in my life envy and death, yet I went not astray, but pers persevered in the truth of Yahweh. These my brethren hated me, but Yahweh loved me. They wished to slay me, but the Elohim of my fathers guarded me. They let me down into a pit, and El Elyon brought me up again. I was sold into slavery, and Yahweh of all made me free. I was taken into captivity, and his strong hand helped me. I was beset with hunger, and Yahweh himself nourished me. I was alone, and Elohim comforted me. I was sick and Yahweh visited me. I was in prison, and Elohim showed favor unto me. Boy, doesn't this remind you of something? Oh, <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. It's Yahusha. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's almost like word for word that Yahusha gave us in, in the... In, the, in uh, Matthew, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It's amazing. It really is almost verbatim. So to me, Yahushua was well aware of this writing, well aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's like that confirmation because he was he was really just reiterating exactly what he said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was in prison and my Elohim showed favor unto me in bonds and he released me, slandered. And he pleaded my cause bitterly. Sorry, I messed my mouse up. Okay. Bitterly spoken against by the Mitzrayim. And he delivered me, envied by my fellow slaves. And he exalted me. Chapter two. And this chief captain of Pharaoh entrusted to me his house. And I struggled against a shameless woman urging me to transgress with her. But the Elohi of Yasharel, my father, delivered me from the burning flame. I was cast into prison. I was beaten. I was mocked. But Yahweh 
granted me to find mercy in the sight of the keeper of the prison. For Yahweh does not forsake them that fear him, neither in darkness, nor in bonds, nor in tribulations, nor in necessities. For Elohim is not put to shame as a man, nor as the son of man is he afraid, nor as one that is earthborn is he weak or frightened. But in all those things does he give protection, and in diverse ways does he comfort, though for a little space he departs to try the inclination of the soul. In ten temptations he showed me approved, and in all of them I endured, for endurance is the mighty charm, and patience gives many good things. Wow. There's there's so much in that, isn't there, Lee? I mean, when I look... When I was thinking about the 10, like the 10 temptations, well, and I was thinking about the archers, you know, we know that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but flesh and blood are how the enemy tries to get through us. He uses flesh and blood and arms them with the arrows that he's shooting, you know, it comes from other from people's mouths and people's actions. And and the clue for us is, listen, they, they are being inspired by an evil Ruach. But all we have to go by is the behavior. Right. right. And there, there are brothers and sisters many times, just like this was in Yosef, but their behavior is being inspired by an evil Ruach. And you have to learn how to have that discernment to, to recognize it. I mean, his story in this Testament is just, it's, it's astounding to me. It right? is, it is. And, and it is so reflective. You know, I have always understood this story, Yosef, and now it has such a deeper meaning to me, you know, rather than feeling that, you know, anger or hurt or, you know, any of those feelings we feel when we go through these arrows being shot at us or when people we love knock us down or hide us in a pit, you know, that's figuratively, I'm sure a lot of people know what that feels like, although we weren't actually in a pit, but what Yosef, how he handles it, what's, what's written in the Testament is just amazing. You said something yesterday uh, when we were talking about this, and I think you're fixing in the next couple of verses he asked, he was happy to be in prison because while he was there, he didn't have to deal with the temptation of the the woman that yeah. was using yeah. sorcery on him. She was trying to get him through his food, like making spells and putting them in his food. Like he went through some stuff. <laughs> like yeah. I think he went quite a while without eating because he was fearful of what she was putting in his food. Yeah, well, you see it when you read through those next chapters. And and this, I'm glad you're talking about it because I was just going to give a synopsis. And this is exactly it. She, there, it describes how she's telling him, I'll do away with my husband. I'll poison him so that you and I can be together. He's like, yeah. oh my gosh. I will have you out of this cell cell. You're going to have clothes. You're going to have everything you want. You know, you don't have to be abused in this jail cell. And he was thanking Yahweh for putting him in that jail cell. <laughs> to keep I him mean, away from her. 
Right, yeah. right. But that was due to his level, his absolute level of understanding of keeping the commandments and not sinning, not committing adultery. And he kept telling her, I am not going to commit adultery with you, period. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Put no. me in jail. <laughs> you know, and I've been thinking about that. Why was she relentlessly why did the evil i mean certainly the woman already was underneath the influence of a spirit of lust but why was she fixated on yosef because she was literally it's like fatal attraction she was it is. Fixated he, he on said him. no he said no and you know just how in in life when someone tells you no sometimes you're going to keep hammering it until you either get him to say yes or you got to hit the road you know yeah. and that's what she was doing he said no and not only did she have an evil Ruach within her, that drove her fire even more of say no to me. Do you know who I am? You know, it's that attitude. I don't think you know who you're dealing with. You know, yeah. my experience is this, that or the other. Or I come from this house or I look at everything I have and you're saying no to me. It insulted yeah. her. Yeah, so she was going to make it happen. <laughs> well, and here's the whole thing. You know, I think that the, the evil Ruach that was stirring her up in those attitudes, exactly what you're saying. And I do think from that natural perspective, that was what was being stirred up within her. But I think that the Ruach, the evil Ruach behind it was, we know that the seed of Yosef and his commission and his job is for the saving of all of Yasharel. Right. And you know, because he, stop it. he had to try to stop it. Yeah. Right. We've got oh, it was to all designed him. for that. Yeah. He's got to be corrupted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, it was, he was relentlessly pursued. Yes. <laughs> I, I, and when he was like thanking y'all to be in prison, I was like, bless his heart. Because <laughs> he was going through so much. Yeah. But he was happy. Yeah. You know, I was like, thank yeah. goodness. She can't get to me in here. <laughs> Not in here. Yeah. Craziness, isn't it? It is. And then what I noticed too was that, you know, it says this 10 temptations. To me, I wonder if that wasn't the, the 10 the ten brothers that had thrown him into the pit. Oh. Because, because the younger brother, Benjamin, wasn't old enough. Benjamin was like six years younger. So Benjamin wasn't sent out with him. So Yosef was, what, about 17 at this point? He was 17, so, yeah. Yeah, so Benjamin only would have been only about 11 years old, you know? So, but the 10 temptations, I'm wondering if it wasn't a 10, a 10, a, a temptation of wanting to get even with every one of those brothers who would let this happen, who would cause this wow. to happen. To him, That's you know? great insight there. I, I think you're on to something I, that very well may be it. That makes sense. Maybe, you know, we don't know for sure. You know, we just try to keep, you know, trying to figure out and, and, and y'all reveals what he reveals to us as he does. Right. But that was just kind of my thought on it, that that could be a possibility. Absolutely. Yeah. So chapters three through nine, this is what uh, Lee and I were really just kind of discussing, describes the various ways and means by which the Mitzrayim woman was attempted to bewitch Yosef and how he kept praying, fasting and resisting right to the point of being grateful to be in prison. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. 
Okay, so I did want to read some out of chapter 10 and 11. It says, you see, therefore, my children, how great things patience works and prayer with fasting. So ye too, if you follow after chastity and purity with patience and prayer, with fasting, humility of heart, Yahweh will dwell among you because he loves chastity. And wheresoever El Elyon dwells, even though envy or slavery or slander befalls a man, Yahweh who dwells in him for the sake of his chastity, not only delivers him from evil, but also exalts him even as me. For in every way, the man is lifted up, whether in deed or in word or in thought. My brethren knew how my father loved me, and yet I did not exalt myself in my mind. Although I was a child, I had the fear of Elohim in my heart, for I knew that all things would pass away, and I did not raise myself against them with evil intent. But I honored my brethren, and out of respect for them, even when I was being sold, I refrained from telling the Yishmaelim that I was a son of Yaakov, a great man and a mighty. You know, that mighty is, you know, like a strong man, a, a, a man of renown, right, on the right. earth. So now going into chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. Do ye also, my children, have the fear of Elohim in all your works before your eyes? And honor your brethren, for everyone who does the Torah of Yahweh shall be loved by him. And when I came to the Endokolpite with the Yishmaelim, so I'm not quite sure what that word is, but it's somehow whatever the ones he was sold to first, right? It may yeah. have been a place. I'm not sure. We'd have to study further. They asked me saying, are you a slave? And I said that I was a home-born slave, that I might not put my brethren to shame. And the eldest of them said unto me, you are not a slave, for even your appearance does not make it manifest. You know, as I was reflecting on this and, and reflecting on those 10 brothers being the 10 temptations, right, to want to right. say, look what they did. You know, and, and, and to want revenge, right. That, right? And this is what's been put under, but he is having to look at the bigger picture, look towards the saving of all of Yasharel and look at the job that Yahweh has entrusted to him. And so he is constantly putting his flesh under. I mean, it's really, it's an amazing story. There sure are not many, myself included, that know how to do this. You know, right. it, it's, this is tough stuff of serving y'all. <laughs> and and when I read that again, I of course I see Yahusha and everything, but, but didn't that have the same feeling? You know, he was not about to put the blame on us. You know, that's what Yahusha came for was to take that. And here you see Yosef, literally saying you know covering up for his brothers he's covering for them you know he's he protecting them so he, he can is. save them yes yes it's amazing yeah it to get to see the parallels mm -hmm. okay i have just a little bit more 
and then I'm going to pass the baton to Lee. <laughs> so in chapter 17, I, I wanted to give us part of that. It says, you see, therefore, my children, what great things I endured that I should not put my brethren to shame. Do ye also therefore love one another? Does this not sound just like the words of Yahushua? It does. <laughs> and with long suffering, hide ye one another's faults. For Elohim delights in the unity of brethren and in the purpose of a heart, <coughs> excuse me, that takes pleasure in love. And when my brethren came into Mitzrayim, they learnt that I had returned their money unto them and upbraided them not and comforted them. Wow. Just what Yahusha does for us, right? Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. And after the death of Yaakov, my father, I loved them more abundantly and all things whatsoever he commanded, I did very abundantly for them. And I suffered them not to be afflicted in the smallest matter. And all that was in my hand, I gave unto them. And their children were my children and my children as their servants. And their life was my life and all their suffering and all their sickness was my infirmity. My yeah. land was their land and their counsel, my counsel. And I exalted not myself among them in arrogance because of my worldly glory, but I was among them as one of the least. Amen. There's Yahusha. It is in every word of it. Yeah. And every, every step Yosef took, everything that he endured, everything that he did was to ensure Israel. Yeah. You know, it yes. just absolutely Blew, all of it blew me away and all of it was so reflective of the coming Messiah, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I did just a little synopsis here with you're looking at chapters 18 through 20. It's so, so interesting because chapters 18 through 20 goes into a vision that's describing the 12 tribes scattered into the nations and their regathering and deliverance by the Lamb of Elohim. And it literally says, the Lamb of Elohim who takes away the sin of the world. <laughs> right there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we wonder if it, it, it was this all planned out, you know? Yeah. So I and no wonder this is hidden from the from the Bibles that we grew up with. No wonder this was taken out and hidden yeah. for this time. And here we are in the time. <laughs> because it's the words of Yahusha before Yahusha came in the flesh. Right? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I did also see this reflected in the words of Paul. And, mm -hmm. and you know, after he went through his suffering for the body, too. Right. So it's Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 16. It says, I, therefore, the prisoner of Yahweh, beseech you that you walk worthy of the calling wherewith you are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to guard the unity of the Ruach in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Ruach, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Yah, one faith, 
one baptism, one Elohim and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Mashiach. Wherefore, when he says, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the Kodashim, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Mashiach, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of Elohim unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Mashiach, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Mashiach, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part makes increase of the body into the edifying of itself in love. Hmm. Reproductive yeah. system right there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's so amazing how all of this ties together and amazing how, you know, Yahweh led you to study out the tribes and to, and then like you did that for what, 20 years <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. downloads the rest of the story, like Paul Harvey says, and now, <laughs> For the rest of the story, you know, know. and how amazing in this time when uh, there is an apostasy going on, there is a falling away that's happening. And we know that we know that that has to happen. It's written about that that's going to happen. But here we can bring and hopefully hang on um, to each other within the body and show this design, this beautiful, beautiful design of Yahweh, not just for his tribes, but it started with us, you yeah. know? Yeah, sure did. All right. I have one more short thing to share and then I'm turning it over to Lee. So this is my last little bit. It, it's in Jeremiah 1, verse 5. It says, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. So I just wanted to look at these words. There's the belly, which is H990, meaning batin. So we've got a bet, a tet, and a noon, right? So we've got the house that is surrounded from the house that is surrounded. Life is coming forth right? 
that's what we're seeing in the pictograph and then in the womb and i may need help with this pictograph i'm not quite sure here but the womb means rakam right and you and and i don't know lee you might have this in your notes but we've got a rush we have from from the womb it's h7358 and it is rakem um and i'm probably pronouncing the hebrew wrong <laughs> but it is a rush so we've got I, every time I look at this, I, to me, it's the thought life, right? There's something mm -hmm. in, in the mind. In right? the mind, right? The thought, you know, of the thought of, of a fence. There's a, a division, a wall of fence in the head. And then there's the waters, right? So to me, the fences are always protection. So I always look at, you know, like maybe y'all, created the womb because he thought I'm going to protect with the waters. You right. Know, the living water says, yeah, you have to have that amniotic fluid uh, and there has to be a certain amount, you know, to support it. Not only is the function of protecting the baby, it's a cushion for the baby. It's nutrients for the baby it, it helps all the whole process of the pregnancy. So that fencing literally is, is the womb holding in those waters, you know, yeah. because we have to have that for right. nine months. Very, very <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Right. So interesting. Well, that was, I have a little, I know that um, you're going to have me share a little something at one point, And then when we're all done, I have more scriptures to share at the very end. But other than that, okay. the floor is now yours. <laughs> awesome. And I did go with the sands as well. It's funny how even what you were just saying, you read in Jeremiah, my mercy poured for tomorrow is about being chosen. So wow, <laughs> we're always in tune with each other. At we are. Right. And so much of what we're talking about, like I, I had James read it early, early this morning. So I'm sure he's like, wow, <laughs> because we're always so it's the father leading through us. And it's always a second witness or a third witness. It's sometimes a fourth witness. Yeah. But I chose the sand for the same reason because or, or maybe slightly different because out of out of something barren comes life. And that's what happened. Uh with bringing forth Yosef. She, not that she was barren, but he had to wait those 14 years. Yaakov uh, yeah. did. So I just take this off of the form every week uh, that you sent me all this fun time ago as we embarked on this journey, which I just love every week is to me just like another confirmation from the father of how unique um our situation is here and how loved we are by him um and with yosef his his name is increase or to add that yes that you put on there yeah. um but i also see him as love you know because i always associate yahushua with such a great love yosef had such a love for his family um and to bring forth life, you normally have to love <laughs> for yeah. that to happen, for there to be life. So uh, as you wrote uh, in your wonderful book that I love on the 12 tribes that I, I use as uh, my companion as I'm studying what your vast knowledge is versus what I'm trying to add in, 
but the understanding of the heart of Yosef is increased. And of course, that's mirrored in the key functions of the reproductive system because it is designed to increase. You know, it's to design for us to reproduce, for us to have offspring um, and for them to grow and them to continue. And that's just the cycle of, of one of the main functions that we're here, right? So mm -hmm. Yosef is the son of Yaakov and Rachel, and we see that Yaakov was tricked after working seven years for uh, Laban and to marry and Leah first, and then had to work another seven years to marry Rachel. And Yosef was the 11th son of Yaakov. And like you said, that blessing um, was very similar to that of Yaakov's, and it was a blessing of increase. One thing I found that I wanted to put in here, I just found so interesting, was Yosef was given that coat of many colors that we've all heard about. It's one of the main things I heard about growing up, even dealing with Yosef, was the coat of many colors. But that symbolized favor. It set him apart, that favor in that coat. And it would have been very different than the work coats of his brother's. And that likely was the inflamed their dislike for Yosef mm -hmm. because they could look across the field or look across wherever. And yep, there he is. I mean, he stood out because he had that beautiful coat and here they are in their work coats. So that that hit me. And though Yosef was thrown in that pit and slowed, sold into slavery and even imprisoned due to a lie against him that he raped, was attempting to rape the Mitzrayim woman, he would emerge from that situation in a position necessary to save his family from starvation. You know, they were, uh, his prophecy, the seven years of abundance followed by seven years of fam famine were prophesied by Yosef by the way of the dream interpretation for, Yosef, uh, for Pharaoh. Um, and there's a lot we're going to see for some reason, you know, y'all, I pray about this and I meditate on it and I let him show me what he wants me to see in it. And a lot of this had to do with timing of things. And we know with pregnancy, timing is very important. So our reproductive system is the human organ system responsible for the production and fertilization of gametes, which are the sperm or eggs, and in females, the carrying of the fetus of the baby. Um, both male and female reproductive systems have the organs that are called the gonads that produce the gametes. So that's just a, a very brief, basic uh, overhaul of both or explanation of both. But I really felt led by Yahweh that the female reproductive system really mirrored a lot of Yosef and, and his sacrifice and what he went through for the increase and the protection of Israel, right? right. So I, this is his direction, not mine at all. <laughs> Our ovaries in female, uh, in the females, produce the female eggs. Uh, egg cells necessary for reproduction that are called the ova, ova or oocytes. And the system is designed to transport that ova or the egg to the site of fertilization. Conception is the fertilization of an egg by a sperm normally occurs in the fallopian tubes. 
Um, and then the next step is the fertilized egg is to implant into the walls of the uterus beginning the initial stage, stage of pregnancy. If fertilization and or implant, implantation does not take place, then the system is designed to menstruate or shed the uterine lining. And that's what we call a period that women go through every month. Um, and the womb here, like Shell was saying, is, is just this protection, this place that is hidden for the growth of the, the increase for the, for the baby to grow in. And it's for their protection, for their nurturing. It's like a waterbed in there. You know, um, a mom can be in a car wreck or fall down or whatever. And they're pretty protected in that water encasement within the uterus or within the womb, within the uterus that's, that's made to expand to carry a sometimes 10 pound baby, depending on how, how much the, the baby grows. And one of the main things with Yosef and increase uh, at birth, a woman will have approximately 1 million eggs. Think about that. 1 million eggs. And by the time of puberty, that has dropped to about 300,000 still. Wow. And out of all of these, only three to 400 are going to be ovulated during a woman's reproductive lifetime. So fertility drops as a woman ages due to the decreasing number and quality of the remaining eggs. And you may be thinking, how is this reproductive system going to coincide with the tribe of Yosef? Well, hang on and you will see. <laughs> Because there, there were moments I was like, okay, what are you going to do with this, y'all? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to show you. You just hang on. <laughs> so first, as we read, it took about 14 years uh, for Laban, working for Laban, that Yaakov would get to marry Rachel, whom he loved the most. And for a woman, the menstrual cycle is 28 days. And between, between day 7 and 14, one follicle will continue to develop and reach maturation and the lining of the uterus starts to thicken waiting for a fertilized egg to implant there. The lining is rich in blood and nutrients and around day 14 hormones cause that mature follicle to burst and release the egg from the ovary and that process is called ovulation. And then over the next few days, the egg travels down the fallopian tubes towards the uterus. And this is the time in the cycle where you're able to become pregnant, you know, and if a sperm unites with an egg and it fertilizes the egg, it continues down to attach into the lining of the uterus. And there are so many videos out there now that you can see that just show this process within the body so you can actually see the egg go and then plant into the uterus and the uterus uh, pulls it in and protects it goes around it and then you've got this wonderful life growing and to me it was so reflective and I see a lot of things my brain goes that direction I see a lot of reflection in the life of Yosef um, he was sold into slavery at 17 and he went from the pit to a slave in Pontifer's house. 
and then was in charge of that whole house until the wife of Pontifer accused him of attempted rape when she couldn't seduce him, which we've gone through that. It was horrible what he went through. So he spent two years in prison and then became the vice regent to Pharaoh at age 30. He went from Pontifer's slave to his boss. How is that for a turn of events? <laughs> so, I mean, when I read that, I was like clapping. Yes, he did. He became his boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he, uh, let's see, a woman, he 13 years total. He was in some form of captivity or restraint. So a woman begins ovulation around age 13, earlier for some, I get it. <laughs> but Yosef was released to prepare for the coming famine, and his plan was ingenious and gave life to so many, including his own family. And an egg is kept in the confines of the ovary until the time to be released to bring forth life. And the same with the growing baby. They're kept within the confines of a uterus, within the womb, and protected and grown for that specific time when they can be born. And I just find the correlation between Yosef and what Yah had planned for him and what he had to go through step by step, even protecting his own brothers who sold him into slavery and wanted him dead. Like he knew they wanted him dead. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you imagine what he heard them talking about while he was in the pit? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. You know, they didn't immediately run off and leave. They put him in that pit and then they have the conversation about how to kill him. What are they going to do? You know, there was a whole debate going on and I'm sure it was quite. A, oh, my goodness. The Queen of England has passed away. Yep. I figured something was happening when I read that the family was rushing to be by her side earlier. Well, wow. Prayers for the, the Queen's family. Wow. That is that is news. Thank you, Catherine. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your throat. Oh, your no, flow. no. I, I was might fixing want to, know to read that. it, too. I I've heard my phone clicking my news app. I've heard it yeah. and I just know what it was. So thank you, Catherine. That's, that is, uh, well, that's a historical thing right there. Sure we know where we were at September that's 8th. Right. At one that's right. So do you agree, Shell, seeing how the, even from the egg to the baby is in that captive situation? Yeah, I think that's that's amazing because and and the other thing that made me think about that is, you know, the um, like the the bar mitzvah or the bat mitzvahs, those happen around that same time frame, you know, even right, within the right. Jewish religion, when they, you know, consider that their children are becoming more of age, uh, right. able to right. participate in more things. And so I found that. I find that really interesting too. I believe it for is, the boys, it it's age 13 and the girls age 12. But, you know, I find that really interesting. It's that time frame. And Yahweh is about time. He is about yeah, numbers yeah. and they're specific and they're repetitive. And, and I've seen them through every body system. And the things that he opens my eyes to is he's, he's trying to make us realize everything 
is it's not an accident. It doesn't just, oh, it happens like it's a design. It is designed with an order. There is an order to all of this. And I, although we may not get the complete picture of this, um, I'm sure it will be the day when we're gathered together in New Jerusalem and, and we have all of a sudden um, the knowledge and, and I'm sure we're going to be like, oh, this is what this meant. Or, you know, <laughs> I have lots it's of going, questions. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. And I'm sure it's it's going to be quite an event. <laughs> all the people <laughs> with all their questions. Blah, 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 blah. So. There's key female fertility hormones. And as a nurse, I've done so many reviews uh, trying to help those that are trying to become pregnant. And my my youngest daughter has actually been through so much of this. Just when one thing is off, I tell you, it really can put everything to a halt. So there's four there we are with that number four. There's four key female fertility hormones, and these all have to be working. That's how this is a grand design. All four of these have to be working. And, wow. and we know, Shell, how much we've talked about that number four, you know, and how significant it is through all of the word, through all of our lives, you know. Yeah. Wow. So the FSH or the follicle stimulating hormone, that is what gets the follicle to do what it needs to do. So it can burst out and turn into the egg, you know, or burst the egg out so the egg can be uh, fertilized. And that is that hormone is made and sent out by the pituitary gland in the brain. And most of these are there. So if you have an issue with your pituitary gland, which looks like a little pea, in the right underneath your brain, right in the center underneath your brain, looks like a little pea. Uh, you can't have a baby. It wow. won't work. And that includes the the LH, the luteinizing. I could never say that. I always just called it the LH. It's also made in the pituitary gland. And then the oestrogen is made in the ovaries. So all of these things have to work. Then we've got the progesterone, which we always seem to, we think that's a male thing, but it's also a female thing. And it is a steroid hormone um, belonging in the class called progesterones. And it's secreted by the corpus luteum in the ovary. That's a structure within the ovary, which is a temporary endocrine gland that a female body produces after ovulation during the second half of your menstruation cycle. So you don't have it except for only during that specific time. Um, And then once you become pregnant, we know that HCG is what the lab is that they're drawing when you first find out you're pregnant. And this number has to keep climbing, climbing, climbing in the first, you know, six to 12 weeks. And then we really don't worry about it after that. But this is the, the lab that they're drawing to make sure everything's going fine. And, and it's usually the indicator that uh, a pregnancy is not going to proceed if it stops rising because it's found in the mother's blood and urine. Um, and that is how we check that during the whole first trimester. And it is the culprit, <coughs> excuse me, of nausea and vomiting <laughs> often linked to pregnancy so now you know what to blame it on blame it on that 
because it, it didn't end it the first trimester for me. I was sick for nine months. <laughs> I don't know what it got confused about, but it just never stopped. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so for the first 12 hours after conception. Oh, hang on. This is where I wanted you to read your part. Oh, okay. All right. So I was, I called Lee yesterday and, and we had story time. I, was <laughs> I love story her. time. I, I do that to Lee a lot. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> so there was uh, this book by Dr. Henry uh, W. Wright, Exposing the Spiritual Roots of Disease. It's in chapter five. And so I was, I was reading this book and I thought, this is so amazing. So it's in the midst of chapter five and it's in a section entitled, You Are a Miracle. Now I'm reading it exactly the way he wrote it. He doesn't use the same names that I use, but that's okay. I want to read this the way that he wrote it. God has created the human body with a plan for your health. You need to understand how your body is constructed and how that plan is thwarted by the decisions you make in your thought life. We'll start at your beginning. Shortly after conception, the fertilized egg begins the process of cell mitosis, which is simply the original cells multiplying into additional formative cells. Three of the earliest cells in your body development form the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm. What are they? Amazing foundational blocks for the development of the entire human body. <laughs> Again, please follow along with me because these details are important for overcoming disease. Um, it says, take a look at the chart on the following page, and I'll show you guys that in a minute. There you are. Developed from the ectoderm, you have a brain, a nervous system, a cardiovascular system, a heart rhythm, skin, hair, hair, eyes, ears, and nose. From the mesoderm, you have your heart circulation, muscles, skeletal form, kidneys, <laughs> bone marrow, blood vessels, lymph glands, and more. Finally, from the endoderm, you have your liver, lungs, intestines, urinary tract, and the endocrine system, which includes important glands, such as the pituitary and the hypothalamus glands. This is you. This is what you are on the inside. Past the gorgeous hunk of dust, <laughs> looking at us, you are a creative miracle, and all of these systems are highly responsive and regulated by a flow that originates in your brain. So I just thought this was really interesting. This is the page where he's got this little chart, you know, showing on there. What I found interesting about it, Lee, was the fact that it was, um, there was three parts to it. And so within this tribe, we've got three main players. We've got Yosef, Manashe, and Ephraim right there within it. And the, and the fact that this has the three things, the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm to even get started producing with the re, with reproduction and producing a new person. Right. And you're going to be blown away because I wanted that there because you're going to see here that it's at the end of three days that that fertilized egg cell has become that very light structure made of up to 16 cells. So at that point, we're right at where you were at. Isn't yeah. that amazing? That's amazing. 
I mean, how quickly that happens, you know, yeah. the first 12 hours, uh, it remains a single cell. Then after 30, it divides from one to two, then 15, two to four. Then at the end of three days, you see 16, like, wow. wow. And there, I was going to add a video, but they were, there wasn't any that was short enough. And some of them just, it looked so fake. It wasn't even worth showing, but <laughs> there, there are some good things out there to see if, if anyone is interested to see what that process is like as it turns into the little tadpole. <laughs> it yeah. looks like a little tadpole at first, you know, the size of a grain of sand, though. I mean, just wow. The father yeah. is truly yeah. amazing. <clears throat> and we all know that a full-term pregnancy is roughly 40 weeks or 280 days, give or take seven days, or some of us that just seemed like it would never end <laughs> since the last menstrual period. Like I can remember walking a week overdue with my middle daughter that was eight pounds, talking to her and the father going, can't she just get out? Just let yeah. her get out. <laughs> so of course, for 40 weeks is really 10 months or 10 years, however you feel like it feels like. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, I thought it was interesting that what you read covers, you know, with flow from the brain because the pituitary is so important and key. And to me, that even links to Yosef because studying yesterday, I read a lot about what he did during the famine to prepare for not only for his family, but for all of Israel. And it was completely ingenious what he did. Like he spent the first amount of his time when he was what the vice regent, I think was his position, <clears throat> but he just rode around everywhere to the farms, to the people and saw who was growing what, who had what, what knowledge they had, were they putting stuff back, you know, were they lazy? Like he knew who was doing what and then came up with a plan. Yeah. And he took 15% from them for Pharaoh and put it back. However, all of that that was put back would ultimately be used for them, you know, right. and in pregnancy, um, all of the things that happen in the woman's body, um, we are preparing to feed our baby. And there's a process that happens as we deliver that child that sends off certain of those hormones. Um, it stops that HCG. That's what keeps you pregnant. So that, that hormone is shut off. Don't need it anymore. We need the baby on the outside. But when that happens, it immediately stimulates the mother to make milk to feed the baby, you know? You so, know, what's wild is when I was explaining, you know, about the hidden name and that in, in, in Egypt, he was called the, the food man was one of the names. Yes. I, I saw you go, wow. And I wasn't sure why you went, wow. Now it makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Because he was so smart, just like the father has made the female body in being able to support the baby the baby is going to get what it needs in utero, uh, whether you're eating enough or not, that baby's going to take and take and take. And I, I just saw the reflection of Joseph putting up in the storehouse, you know, yeah. and we do gain extra weight and more weight because we're we're the storehouse. And it's not just to grow a baby. It's so we can 
feed that baby. And it's just so beautiful and amazing. And even the process of breastfeeding makes the uterus go back to the normal size, makes you stop bleeding. You know, there's a whole reason behind him, behind making us that way. You know, it makes you lose the weight faster uh, because everything goes back the way it should, you know. And there we saw Yosef gathering and preparing. And that's exactly what happens during the whole pregnancy uh, is we're gathering and preparing, not just to grow and take care of it during that time period, but it's even more so for when we deliver that baby, because we know after the baby is born, they have no immune system. They get that immune system in colostrum in the first probably week or two of um, their life when they're breastfeeding, they get that from the mom. So we're giving them protection. We're protecting them and their life from that moment forward. Um, And all they really need, I mean, not that I'm saying only breastfeed for a week or two. I'm just saying um, a lot of moms have issues being able to do it for six months or longer. But if you can do a week or two, that's really all they need. You know, they need that immune system. The father's design is just amazing. And um, the reproductive system and then later the growing the baby and, and the birth of the baby is amazing. And I know Nitsa talked about this. Um, Let there be light. And I put that as the title for this slide because how beautiful is creation. And to me, when I look at this, when I first looked at this before I watched the video, it looks like a planet. It looks like um, a celestial being out in space. And look at, looks like all the stars around it, right? Yeah. Well, this is an egg and this is at the moment of conception. I don't know if it's got sound with it or if we're just going to see it. Hopefully it's going to play. Oh, good. I love the drawing. <laughs> I do too. It's great. It gets better, I promise. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that amazing? Look at. And there's the cells dividing that you were talking about. Oh, wow. Look at them all firing off. Do you see that? (laughs) And it's zinc. What do we know about zinc? You know, that's uh, something that we need to be able to deal with and fight infection. So it's, it really has so much to do with 
life. <laughs> and that's wow. the that's the light, that spark from the zinc being shoved out of the egg. But I just Amazing. wanted to share that part because it just it, it, let there be light, you know. He said, yeah. "Let there be light." Yeah, and that's us. That is, that is with His promise for our life, and that's what I saw in that. Like, I, it actually made me cry because I thought at that moment He knew our face, our name, He knew yeah. our purpose, He knew what we would be, that we would be here right now. You know, it yeah. was to me that light was Him was him. It was him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. And with that, I'm going to share this last thing. I just can't believe how well this goes together. I added this like in the last 10 minutes before it was time for us to go on. I felt awesome. impressed to read these scriptures. So here they are. It's Isaiah 43, one now, um, one through 19, my husband on his show last night, um, read, uh, 43 one and because it, it, it really touches him and 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 I was inspired in that like I said 10 minutes it was, before it was time for us to do this right but now thus says Yahweh that created you O Yaakov and he that formed you Ash O Yasharel fear not for I have redeemed you I have called you by your name you are mine when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. For I am Yahweh Eloheka, the Holy One of Yasharel, your Savior. I gave Mitzrayim for your ransom, Hush and Siva for you. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honorable. Sorry, I lost my place. Okay, since you were precious in my sight, you've been honorable and I have loved you. Therefore, will I give men for you and people for your life? Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give up and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, says Yahweh, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no L form, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am Yahweh, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved, and I have showed. When there was no strange Elohim among you, therefore ye are my witnesses, says Yahweh, that I am El. Yea, before the day was, I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Thus says Yahweh, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Yasharel, for your sake, 
I have sent to Babel and have brought down all their nobles. <laughs> what a day to be reading this, right? Mm-hmm. And the Kazdim, whose cry is in the ships. I am Yahweh, your holy one, the creator of Yasharel, your king. Thus says Yahweh, which makes a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as tow. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. I totally see why he led you to that. Yeah. Yep. He's, he is amazing. And thank you everyone for being with us today. I know that there are a lot, there's a lot going on. I mean, I can see my telegram has blown up while we've been on. So I know we've got a lot of chatter. And for those of you who are with us on telegram, we'll see you over there and, and, and uh, continue our discussions over there. But for today, this was our presentation on Yosef. And I I think we'll probably come back next week and do more on this with more of the reproductive with Ephraim and Menasha, I'll kind and of the male and, and the, the male reproductive system and then maybe also tie it together, you know? Yeah. Because I, yeah. this one I just really felt led to to deal with the the egg, the beginning of conception, the yeah. the beginning yeah. of it. And and we'll kind of put it together and then go beyond next week yes. because yeah. I just really felt the need to separate them um, because he is to bring forth increase. And um, that's what we saw here. And, and James and I'll be back at, well, an hour and a half. If everyone will join us at four Eastern, we're going to be talking the love of many shall wax cold. And it, it is going to be a very in-depth and interesting, especially now. Um, with the news we just got of the Queen of England passing away, there's there's going to be a lot in our discussion. And then yeah. in the morning on Mercy Poured Forth, I'm going to go over uh, that we're all chosen. And boy, Shell, really, I, I, the father was talking to both of us about the same thing as usual. <laughs> and that's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I and then we have Cat Lee tomorrow, right? And that's yeah. four Eastern. Yeah, four p.m. Right? Okay. Four because I'm an hour 30. off. I'm always confused on the time. They're that's four. Right. They're four thirty p.m. That's right. EST. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So much well, going on. Thank you so much. There's so there's so much going on. This was so much fun. Thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, Lee, so much for joining me thank for this you, series. Thank you, I love mm-hmm. doing it with you. It's just it's just, it's just been. I mean, just mind expanding. So many things coming forth, and I'm really enjoying doing the series with you. I am too. Thank you so much. All righty. Shalom well, to everybody. Shalom, everyone. May Yahweh keep you and bless you. May Yahweh make his face to shine upon you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you of his shalom. Fear not.
Father Yah is still on his throne. No matter what's taking place in this world, he is firmly on his throne. Alrighty. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Their journey began in Yasharel. But they were scattered across the face of the earth. Each one with its own beats. And each one with its own rhythm. As the dry bones are being revived, the beat begins again at the heart of the tribe.